This is Rabbi Sharon Brous, Rabbi Adi Kar, where we're dedicated to reinvigorating Jewish community, ritual, and learning, all while laying the foundation for a just and loving society. You're listening to Ikar's podcast, where you can hear our sermons from Shabbat and holidays, our teachings, our guest speakers, basically anything we think worth hearing that we can capture and stream, you can listen to right here. The whole Megillah. I mean, literally the whole Megillah. So thank you so much for being with us. Shabbat Shalom, everybody. Shabbat Shalom. And a happy new year. Um, there's that, there's like, it's a little bit, it's always a, like, I, I noticed that my, in my circle, people are a little skittish about saying happy new year. You know, they like, they'll say like, oh, happy Gentile new year. <laughs> the Gregorian calendar, like, just to make clear, like, this is not our new year. We, rem- we have, hap- we have our new year and this is not it. Don't get don't get it twisted. Um, I always think that's a little over anxious um, because, in fact, the first rabbinic formulation of the new year says, there are four new years, um, different starts to the year, agricultural cycles and tithing cycles and coronations and, um, and marking the calendar, um, just like we have different starts to the financial year or like, you know, tax season or the educational cycle. Um, and every new year, every one of those uh, ways of marking time is, is a kind of a, it presents us with a kind of crossing over, like a, an opportunity to reflect on the past and to look forward to the future. Um, Rosh Hashanah and this new year um, is a time to, to we, we make resolutions, right? We're going we're gonna to change ourselves. We're going to change, change everything. We're gonna, everything's going to be different in, in the new year. Um, there's always this sense of, of hope and, and possibility as we stand on the, the precipice of the new year. This new year, this, this calendar, the Gregorian new year, um, it generally corresponds with another crossing over um, that we do in our calendar, the crossing over from the book of Genesis to the book of Exodus. That almost always takes place around this time. So we're moving from um, the complicated stories of family formation into the epic drama of, of nation building. Um, so we find here in this week's Parsha, in Parsha Vayigash, in chapter 46, the descent into Egypt. Um, so it's a little bit like a prelude to, to Exodus, a, a foreshadowing. And there's even some of the same exact language that we will see beginning the book of, of Exodus. We see already in this week's parsha the Eile, the Eile Shmot B'nei Israel, and these are the names of the children of Israel, Habayi Mitzrayma who came into Egypt, Yaakov, Uvanav, Jacob, and his, and his children, and then all uh, the names uh, are listed. All, we list all the names of those who, who went down. So um, as they begin that descent, as they're heading down into Egypt, Jacob receives a special message from God. Bamarot uh, Laila, in, in, in a night vision. Jacob already, already always seems to receive his prophecies uh, at night. You remember that first encounter that night under the, the ladder. Uh, it's always at night that he's talking to God. Maybe that's true for some of you as well. Uh, and, and God says, um, Altira, don't fear not. Fear not, Yaakov, because I'm going to make you into a goigadol, into a, a great nation. I know it's terrifying heading into this unknown land, but it will be, uh, ultimately, you will, you will come out a great nation. Um, I, God says, will go down with you and then I will eventually bring you up. 
But this, uh, this message from God begins with a, a call, and it's a very special kind of call. Vayomer Elohim Israel, God said to Israel, Bamarot Laila, in that night vision, Vayomer Yaakov, Yaakov, Vayomer Hineni. God said, Jacob, Jacob, and Jacob said, Hineni, here I am. So what's special about this call? The doubling, the doubling of the, of the name. Jacob, Jacob, Yaakov, Yaakov. That only happens two other times in the Torah. People called twice. Do you know what they are? Abraham, Abraham good, right. Abraham, when, when he's about to perform the command to slaughter his son at the binding of Isaac, suddenly an angel appears from the side and says, Avram, Avram, altishlach yadcha. Right, don't, don't, don't do it. Avram, Avram. And the other one? Uh, I think I hear it. Moshe, correct. Moses, Moses. Uh, God calls Moses, Moses, to turn and look at, at, the, at the burning bush. Okay, so uh, Abraham, Jacob, and Moses are the only people in the Torah Samuel also later will get. But it's very rare to get this, this, du- this name doubling. Um, so, and, and every time they respond, because they recognize the greatness of, of, that, of that kind of calling, they, all, they respond, Hineni. So what is the meaning of such a call? Why does God sometimes, God talks to a lot of people, why does God sometimes double the name? Hello, hello, Ronit, Ronit, David, David. What, why, why that kind of call? Um, the Midrash, Midrash Rabbah, gives two basic answers. It says maybe it is Lashon Zeruz, maybe it's the language of urgency, like, come on, listen, listen. Or maybe it's Lashon Chiba, the language of affection. God's, God's, God's saying the name over and over because this, this, is, this Abraham, this Jacob, this Moses is, is particularly beloved. So there's something about, they get an extra calling. Um, but in context, if we think about those stories, it's really the, the language of urgency that seems uh, most, most uh, 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 fitting to explain the doubling of the name. It makes sense, right? We said stopping Abraham in the middle of this He's about to kill his son, so it's urgent. Abraham, Abraham, wake up, wake up, stop, stop, stop. And so too, Moses, Moses, Moshe, Moshe, calling, calling him to the mission which, which will define the rest of his life, the rest of, of our history. Um, there's an urgency to both of those callings. But it doesn't, ur- doesn't really fit that explanation, the urgency here with Jacob. It is, after all, the middle of the night, and... There's a long journey down to Egypt. There's nothing particularly about to happen. So there's no real urgency here. So what is the, how do we explain the doubling here for, for, for Jacob's name? So one of the greatest readers of our Torah in, in history, um, the Ramban, Nachmanides, 13th century uh, a Spanish, uh, or, or I guess Catalonian commentator, um, he answers... Uh, by asking, he answers the question, why the doubling of the name, by, by, sort of a, in a roundabout way, by asking another great question, which is, he answers, why, why Yaakov? Why, why is God calling, at this point, why is God saying, Jacob, Jacob, shouldn't it be Yisrael, Yisrael? Right? That's his new name. He, already, he got a new name that night when he was wrestling. It was, again, a nighttime battle, right? That night when he was wrestling with the angel, and he gets a name from the angel, because you have struggled with God and with humans, and you have prevailed. And so your name now is Yisrael. 
That's his, that's his spiritual name. That's his, his Shem Hanichbad, as the, the Rambam puts it, his name of honor. Okay. So why doesn't, why doesn't God call out to him if God's, if God's communicating with him? Why doesn't God say, um, Yisrael, Yisrael? So he answers in just an incredibly uh, profound way. He says um, uh, that, however, he says, Aval, um, God called him uh, Jacob, Lirmoz ki ata lo yisor imelohim ve'imanashim ve'yuchal. He said, because at this moment, you're not going to struggle with and prevail over God and people and, 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 and emerge triumphant. That's not this moment. This is not a moment of greatness, of triumph, and, uh, and of glory. Now you're going to be in the house of bondage. Until you are raised up from that place. And then he ends by saying, Because now, in this moment, the exile begins for you. Okay. So you will not be Yisrael. You will not be triumphant. You will be Yaakov. You will be brought down in this moment. So remember, you're still Jacob. You're still that scrappy struggler who confronts challenges, who, who experiences pain. And, and, and really, there's a broader point here that, uh, that many of our commentators um, point out in various places, which is that unlike Abraham, unlike Sarah, Jacob never loses his original name when he is renamed by God. Jacob keeps the name Jacob. It's kind of strange. Why didn't he just become um, Israel, but even there, even at the night of wrestling, as dawn breaks, he's limping away, and the Torah says that um, the angel had, had, had touched Yerach Yaakov, the, the thigh, the, the bone of, of Jacob. It's, it's still Jacob. Yisrael is the one that prevails, but Yaakov is the one that shows the battle wounds. Okay, So that's why the doubling uh, here of the name Yaakov, Yaakov, which is that God is reminding him, Yaakov, Yaakov, you are still Jacob. As you cross over, you still struggle. You will struggle. You, you show the scars of, of battles past. And as you descend now into Egypt, as you descend into the book of Exodus, you're carrying all of Genesis with you, all of your history with you. And don't forget that. And maybe we need to remember that as well as we cross over. In every crossing over, in every marking of a new year, there's this temptation to leave the old year behind, to start anew, to change everything, right? We make these resolutions, and then a month, a month later, the resolutions fail. And, 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 but, we, but we are, like Jacob, we're carrying everything with us. We're carrying our past, our struggles, all of the struggles of this last year, of this last several years. We're carrying it with us, and we're carrying all of, of ourselves with us into this new, this new year. We will not be entirely transformed. We will be bringing some of ourselves with us. And, and that actually is exactly where um, Nachmanis, the Ramban, goes next. He says, that's why, remember, um, uh, the, this language of these are the names of the children of Israel. That's why we are called both the children
children of Israel, but it also says Yaakov Ubanab, Jacob and his children, because we will be eventually triumphant in the next chapter, but we will also, and the book of Exodus starts that way, we will also continue to struggle, to struggle greatly, because we are Yisrael, right? That's the name of our people. So Israel is us, but that means that Jacob is also us. We have two names. And I would just add that, remember, the Elish Shmo, these, na- these are the names of the children of Israel. That line is repeated uh, in the book of Exodus, here in Genesis, and then in the book of, of Exodus, once before the crossing over and once after. So in a sense, God is also calling our names twice, right? All of our names, right? David, David, Joe, Joe, Jeff. Jeff, Stephen, Stephen, right? All of our names, calling, reminding us of who we are, reminding us of who we can become, what we can do, how we can prevail, um, but also reminding us that that we, we don't leave ourselves behind as we cross over. We don't leave our pain behind. We don't leave our struggles behind. A lot of us are carrying pain into this new year, are carrying struggle into this new year. And I bless us that it is a year of liberation, a year of exodus. Right? We, are to, we are to become the nation of Israel. We have a great destiny ahead of us, but we will always also be the children of Jacob, struggling, battling, and needing God's help. So as we cross over into this new year, um, let's set intentions. Let's hope for greatness. Let's dream of what we can become and how we can transform. That's what our Rosh Hashanah and this new year offers us. But let's also remember to bring all of ourselves, to honor all of ourselves, our struggle, our shortcomings, our our journey. Uh, uh, Maya Angelou says, wouldn't take nothing for my journey now. Um, Because we will will inevitably continue to struggle. We will. We will have struggles in the coming coming year. So let's, let's forgive ourselves for that in advance. Right? Because we also have to remember that it took all of that struggle to get here, all of Genesis to get to Exodus, to become who, who we are, to reach our destiny, to reach eventually um, the promised land. So I wish you, the people of Israel, I wish you, the children of Jacob, a Shabbat Shalom and a Happy New Year. Hi, it's Rabbi Brass again. Thank you so much for listening. Want more content like this? I hope you'll subscribe. And please consider making a contribution to Ikar so we can continue to work toward the fulfillment of our mission to reanimate Jewish life, to embody moral courage, to nurture the spirit, and to work to decipher what it means to be a human being in the world today. Visit our website at ikar.org. That's I K A R.org. And I hope to see you, maybe even in person, sometime soon. <laughs>